the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. And we are live here on the Max Out Savings Show. We're in the studio today. Uh, no small miracle. Uh, it's 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 pretty tough weather out there. Uh, if I hadn't had the SUV, I don't think I'd have made it in. Ryan, you made it in. Ryan is running the whole station. Several several news, several radio stations. As a matter of fact, uh, a number of our uh, our crew couldn't get in today, including one of them who was uh, hit by a, a small tornado. And so it's it's tough out there. Uh, the good news is is that it looks like it's clearing up to the west, and later today this rain will stop. But it, it's pretty tough out there. But uh, we're here talking, we're live, uh, talking uh, savings and investments on the Max Out Saving Show. Our show is about saving and investing money. I started it over 10 years ago when we had a zero savings rate in the United States and uh, pointed out the problems with this, how you couldn't depend on the government. Since then, things have gotten materially worse uh, on the the government front, and at least uh, the savings rate has been going up. We actually had a good savings rate in our most recent report as people are really saving more money and cutting back on spending uh, uh, just because they're worried about the economy in, in, in the world today. And so it's important to start out with that savings program. That, that's that's We're all about retirement savings, retirement planning on the Max Out Savings Show. At Max Out Savings Advisors, I, I manage clients' retirements, their, for, their 401ks, particularly IRA rollovers, trusts, things like that, using our value investing approach to the stock market, uh, in stock and bond market. But uh, And we're going to be talking some more about what we, where we think things are going in the markets overall here shortly. But you, know, you you still have to prepare for retirement in these tough times, and uh, with record low interest rates uh, and a, a very uncertain economy, uh, a, a world uh, dramatically slowing down, you really want to have your guard up. and And a couple things, uh, you really want to continue to prepare, prepare for retirement in these times, which means keep saving money. And if you're not saving, now's the time to start up, but stick to your saving goals. No matter how bad the economy looks, no matter how bad the markets look, you, wa- you want to keep that savings rate going. If you're worried about the market, if you're worried about other things, uh, put put your savings in the money market fund or treasuries or uh, something something safer, but keep on the savings. The biggest mistake, and we run across people a lot that go, look, I'm worried about the market. I've halted the money into my sa- my 401k plan. Well, you've set yourself back. You've lost your tax deductions, and you're not going to have enough for, to retirement. So what you do is, oh, no, I'm worried about the market. 
You keep putting your 10% plus a company match in, then you reduce the amount of money going into the stock market until you think you think feel uh, things are going to be better out there. Uh, this is kind of right now the stock market is pretty much like a pitcher throwing 97 mile an hour fastballs at you, and uh, and 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 wicked uh, curveballs and sliders, and and so what you want to do is just hold back and wait for a good pitch that you can hit a home run out and and if you're not going to get one hold off and uh you the and that's going to get you where do you be now you the nice thing about investing is you don't have three strikes so you can, they can keep throwing those at you if you just ignore it your way so it's really like if you're the batter up there investing is you can sit there all day waiting for your good pitch to come by this is something people forget they think they've got the the pitchers throwing strikes or or balls and they're trying to pick one out and they think they only have three if they, if they throw three strikes throughout it's not that way in the investing world you have as many pitches you want so you want to basically as a hitter the guys throwing 97 mile fastballs wait till he tires out eventually they'll slow down and you can hit it out of the park same thing with the market market is very high right now interest rates are are extremely low they're the 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 world's economy is slowing china's heading for a hard landing uh countries all around the world are going into recessions and now's not the time to be paying top dollar for assets uh in the stock market and and so remember that you don't have three strikes in the market you can sit there and wait for as many pitches you as you want so but stick to your plan for retirement uh keep on contributing to your employer's plan uh, you know, understand your your employer's pension and 401k plan. Understand the advantages. Know know who know who is uh, know how much you, you need to put away to get the company match. Understand all these things. Uh, the other thing is, there, look, there's a lot of turmoil in the in the energy business now. Uh, there, people are worried about their job. There, there's layoffs. There's early retirements. There's there's cutbacks. There's no overtime. A couple things. Don't touch your retirement savings unless you absolutely have to do it. It's really hard to get that back. And uh, if times are tough right now and you're worried, increase your savings plan. Cut your spending back and increase your savings plan. Because remember, you're going to need the funds for retirement. And understand your your Social Security benefits. Look into that and have a plan. Remember, you can retire at 62 years old, but every year you wait, your benefits go up 8%. That's a pretty good deal. It's a guaranteed increase of 8%. That's a really good deal. So what we've counseled our clients is hold off as long as possible for retirement. So the longer you wait... The, the more your income goes up. And you you never need your Social Security when you first retire. Typically, you're going to need it in the, in the latter years. You're going to have uh, a married couple has got about a 25% chance one of y'all lives to be over 95 years old. And so, you're, you, you know, when you retire at 60, we're talking 30 years. So you're not going to need that, re, that Social Security now. So hold off with it and understand each time you, each year you wait, it goes eight, eight, uh, up 8%. Uh, so those are some of the things to think about in retirement uh the i you know i, I wanted to talk uh you know we we, we talk i get a lot of questions from from listeners and uh and followers of the max out savings report and clients about what about with these low interest rates it's so difficult and and it really is and, and one of the problems is is the 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 federal reserve has set what's called a zerp which is zero interest rate policy which is extremely rare and uh, 
in the 1930s, we had very low interest rates, and then the Federal Reserve held long-term rates low throughout the World War II so we could borrow and fight the war and into the 50s. But the, the, the short-term rate was never at zero. The only place the short-term interest rate is at zero are in Muslim countries because they don't believe in interest rates. I don't know what the hell they believe in, but that's their business. Uh, but uh, wh- the reason I bring this up is is that that this is a problem out there, and the Federal Reserve, a lot of people, a lot of very smart people, a lot of very successful people around the country are, are expressing tremendous reservations about the Federal Reserve. As longtime listeners of this show know, the Federal Reserve has never been popular in Texas. This is not a Democratic, a Republican issue. It's, it's been a Democratic issue. This goes back to Henry B. Gonzalez in the 60s and 70s, really fought against the, the Federal Reserve. People didn't like the Federal Reserve back then. They don't like the Federal Reserve now. But the Federal Reserve has now kind of be, gotten out of control. And a couple of things happened. I don't know if you all saw the debate this weekend on CNBC, but that was, to say, a train a train wreck is a nice way to put that. But Ted, Ted Cruz, you know, really handled himself well in the debate. And uh, uh, Rick Santelli asked him a question, who's really the father of the Tea Party when he went on a rant and, uh, years ago. But he's, they asked him about the Federal Reserve, and, 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 and Cruz's comments were very interesting. He said, on Wall Street— the Fed is doing great. But if you look at working uh, men and women, if you look at single moms buying groceries, CC's hamburger prices are up 40 percent. Uh, her health insurance is going up and loose money is is a, is one of the major problems. And we need sound money. And he made the comment he wants to end this the this star chamber, meaning the Federal Reserve, that is engaged in this incredible experiment of quantitative easing and loose money. And, and what he said was, is we're going to have to we want to have rules in place at the Federal Reserve, a rules-based Federal Reserve, possibly even tied to gold. But really, what they're really, really after is a rules-based Federal Reserve. So the Fed is responsible to say why they're doing things and what the re- and they can't just be shooting from the hip, you know, in in, in raising rates and in and and dropping rates just whenever they feel like it or to it to to help out a particular party such as the Democrats and. And 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 if we talked a long time listeners show, we've been talking about this for a while. We've talked to members of Congress, senior members of Congress, on this, and they plan over the in in the future to sit there and work on trying to push the Federal Reserve to more of a rules based system, similar to the Taylor Rule or something along the lines where we can we have some type of instead of loose money, where we get these reckless uh, internet bubbles, reckless housing bubbles. Reckless Wall Street bubbles, which require, uh, which lead to a collapse of the financial system. And if you talk to anybody in a key position of power at that time, they will tell you we came within one day of a financial collapse because of reckless actions on Wall Street. It, it and none of this has been reined in. And 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 at the root of the problem is loose money out there. And we're going to be talking some more about that. But Ted Cruz. Uh, really had some really good things to say about it, it's, it, it, and, it and, and I'm thrilled to see that this is – there's a number of, of presidential people talking about this. I thought Ted Cruz did a phenomenal job. Tell you what, the it, the, the biggest point in that debate, a couple things came out of that debate. Uh, what uh, the – Ted Cruz's uh, talk against the, against the media when he pointed out the questions I'm hearing, Donald Trump, are you a cartoon character – uh, ben Carson, are you stupid? I mean, it was he just went on a tear and he said instead of 
being serious issues, the media is playing gotcha and stuff, and he really went after the media. Here's the most important thing that came out of that debate, debate was two things, and it all centers right around this, the, 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 the points Ted Cruz made. Number one, uh, the, 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 the screen, uh, Luntz does the screening on this, and uh, he, he's on Fox Business, and a lot of the politicians use uh, his, his work to, to determine how to talk to people, how to understand people, and how to communicate to people. And he does a lot of focus groups, and they look at wording, and this, this you should use this word versus this word. When Ted Cruz went on that tear against the media, uh, Franklin's had he has a, a focus group, and this is really important. He had a focus group, which is was Republicans and independents. I'm not sure if there was any Democrats, but there was probably some Democratic leaning people on it. Well, so they pu- they push buttons on there. I like this. I like what this person is saying. I like what that person is saying. When Ted Cruz went on that, that it really wasn't an attack, but it was a a, a, a defense against the, the candidates against the attacks by the media. The numbers went off the chart. They, they hit a number a ninety eight reading. This is the highest reading Frank Luntz has ever seen in, in using in using this focus group type of stuff through all these debates uh, over probably a number of years that this has been happening. The numbers blew off the charts. And why this is so important is is that this means that the American public across a tremendous amount of the political spectrum is fed up with the media telling them who they should vote for in framing all the questions and framing the, the candidates, uh, tell us your weakness uh, at the start of the debate. It, it, it just people are fed up with that. And so this is good. The second thing that came out of that, uh, that, that uh, back and forth with Ted Cruz is that it's become very clear, at least to me, and I think to a lot of people is we don't need a president that can stand up to Vladimir Putin. We don't need a president that can stand up to the Iranians. We need a president that can stand up to the media in this country. And that, that I think became very clear in that response. And I, I was really impressed how Ted Cruz handled himself on that. But but and there's other other candidates too in there that have done tremendously good jobs at that Donald Trump a number of them but but what people want is they want a president that can stand up to what they view as an out of control manipulative press fascinating debate uh and uh, really interesting now if you've got any questions or comments, this is a live show, and you can reach us at 713-339-1070. I have nobody to talk to except Ryan at the station today, since since there's nobody here. So we're happy to talk to you, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Saving Show here in Houston. Um, a couple things. We recently sent out our, our uh, max out savings report. We talk a lot about what we're seeing in the market. We talk about where we think things are going uh, and uh, we talk about retirement planning. We talk about income. We talk about a lot of stuff. It's free. It's it's to help people save for retirement, to build up wealth, to manage uh, retirement money. Uh, it's a free report. We've got thousands of listeners on the report from all over the country. We've even had uh, top Wall Street strategists I know that have, that have requested our report. It's a free report. We don't charge you for it. Uh, just send us your email. And we'll send it to you. We had a couple people that want us to send it. We'd prefer not to because we just can't send it in the mail because we have just too many people. So it's, but, and we can also give it out for free because it's, we, it doesn't cost us anything to send it out over the internet. So if you want a copy, it comes out about once a month, once in a while, twice a month, talking about all types of things. Uh, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And we'll get you set up. 
Uh, and also, if you if you need some help with retirement, if you're if you're coming up on retirement, you'd like to do an IRA rollover, need someone to management. That's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. So uh, if you need some help, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. Brian, I think we got a break coming. We'll be right back after this quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors. Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? You feel secure. Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do. Ted Gioka, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit MaxOutSavings.com. Dennis Prager isn't a two-state advocate for Israel. If you believe that if Israel abandoned the Palestinian territories, A, it would be run by Hamas, B, Islamic State would enter, and you would have, interestingly, mass slaughter of Palestinians as well as mass war with Israel. Any of you who advocate Israel pulling out now are advocating a mass murder. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Michael Medved at 2 on AM 1070. The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. I, I wanted to touch base. We're starting. It's earnings season. We're starting to get earnings coming in Uh a lot of the earnings have been uh, good. We've had a whole lot of earnings also have been bad. Uh, pretty much across the board, uh, we've had earnings that have beat the the revenue has been off, which means they're they're ba- they're 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 getting earnings by cost cutting, and, and so uh, that's that's still going on. Um, we and. That's pretty much the thing. <laughs> Excuse me, but the takeaway I wanted to get uh, uh, a number of the com- uh, uh, companies reported earnings this week on the oil side. Uh, I listened to a number of the calls to see what was happening, what the thinking was. Uh, we, we're looking to, to make some investments in the sector for our clients, and 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 I think you know. So we're really keeping a lot of attention. 
focusing a lot of attention in the oil and gas sector. Uh, here are some of the takeaways, really, from the from the reports uh, overall. Earnings of the big oil companies beat, which surprised me a little bit because I, I kind of felt like we're getting some weakening of the of the of the crack spreads on on the refining side, but but for now they they seem to be beating. In the uh, pretty much Exxon beat. Uh, they're expecting eighty nine cents. They came in at a dollar one. Uh, Chevron. They're expecting seventy nine cents. A dollar uh, nine. Uh, so we had some some pretty good numbers coming in. Uh, so uh, and uh, the uh, Hess Hess did a little bit. Uh, Hess did a little better than expected too. Conoco came in even, so a lot of good. So the earn, good thing is the earning the companies are earning a little better than people thought. And I think we got some calls coming in. Can we take one on line one? Okay, uh, hi. You had a question for us. Hi, it's Brian calling from Galveston. Hey, I, I was really intrigued by your view of the um, of the debates uh, this week, and I'm just I'm kind of asking myself, you know, what real real impact can a president have? on the economy. I know he can set the tone. I know he can get or she can get people excited about, you know, being uh, in, in America. But what what kind of things can he really can he really do other than just be a figurehead? I mean, other than what what, what can he do with it if if, he's, if Congress is not behind him? What 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 Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Let, let me let me go through that and uh the Okay, we got a, another call coming in in a minute, so just hold on there. The uh, uh, here's the deal with, with the president. What the president can do is is he can set the agenda for the country. He can also do, he has the le- the levers of power for regu- regulation in the country. Number the, one of the number one things in my mind, actually, it's going ahead of taxes and everything else is really out of control regulation. So the the for a new president can come in if he's a small government person, he can set the agenda for all the the agencies to start ratcheting back their their regulation. So so that's something that uh that I I that's number 1. I think the regulation he can set the tone for the country. And what the president can do is the president can go over the head of the media to the American people like Ted Cruz did on this on this debate. And he can set the agenda, and he and he can, he can he can get the American people behind his agenda. Then once he has the American people behind him, then he goes to Congress and says, "Look, I got all these people here. They're calling you up. They're going crazy, and we want something done." And that's what the difference is. What Barack Obama's done is he's gone in alone, and he's he he he's making these decisions based on himself. He's using the regulatory levers in the country very efficiently to put in his agenda, but the American people aren't behind him. But if you get a president with the American people behind him, that president can move Congress. Let's hope we do. Okay. Thanks a lot. For good call. Thank you. we got another call coming in. And just be patient with us because we're, we're very short-staffed due to the weather. Hey, you had a question for us. Uh, yes, sure did. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Is Ted there? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. This is Ted. We, we, we're, we're short-staffed today, so okay, I'm working. Yeah, glad every- you made it in. Yeah, I was going to ask you what your thoughts were. You could talk a little bit about with all the QE in the world and, uh, you know, possible bubbles somewhere. Uh, what are your thoughts on about some of these eco- economists that are doomsdayers saying there's going to be a huge financial collapse, you know, something we've never seen before? Uh, are they just trying to push gold? And talk a little bit about that, and I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Well, you know, that's a really, uh, really astute question. I, it's, I, I think that goes to the heart of what we're seeing. Look, I think 
I'm not looking for a collapse. I hear a lot of people talking about that. If you look around the world, even countries that that things are really bad, like Brazil right now, I think the, the president has like a 7% approval rating. I don't know how you get that. And, and they have inflation, everything. It, you don't get collapses, but what you do is is you get a collapse in business confidence and you get a drop in asset prices. And most people still can kind of function reasonably well. I don't see the dollar just evaporating. It's been around for 200 years. But if you look at the 70s, it can, it, can be, it can be evaporated in purchasing power. So in a crisis, you're, you're likely to see some type of inflation. You won't see a collapse, but what you will see is a substantial drop in asset prices. The, the, the thing that people forget with asset prices, particularly stock prices uh, and real estate, is, is at least you own something. So if, 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 if it drops substantially... You might have a drop near term, but if you're getting dividends, if you're getting income coming in, it, it'll over time, it's going to hold its purchasing power at a certain point, and then it'll start moving up again. The danger you have with the dollar or something else is you could lose purchasing power, and this really hurts people on fixed annuities and annuities in Social Security and fixed income. And so those are the guys that need to be a little more cautious, and in this environment, what you want to do is you want to, you need to plan for that in the future. I think gold is going to go higher. I think there's too many countries in financial crisis out there. I think the Chinese are in very severe trouble over there. Uh, their debt levels, of, they've increased debt $17 trillion, uh, which is twice, which is more than the banking system of U.S. and Japan in the last six years. And, and, and they're over-indebted. 25% of their companies can't even pay their, not, aren't making enough to cover their interest payments. They're going to have to depreciate their yuan. Billions of dollars are pouring out of China now, and so that's they're going to get inflation eventually. So gold is going to work in a currency crisis world, and so that that's where I think the gold is going to work. Does that help? Okay, I think oh they dropped off. Okay, uh, so that that's that's where I, I think it is. I think our stock market is is pretty uh, overvalued, and it's tremendously overvalued. What worries me in the world today is corporations are doing everything they can to hit their earnings numbers. They're they're not they're cutting costs. They're firing workers. They're not giving workers raises. They're canceling R and D. They're not building new factories. Instead, they're just buying other companies or buying back stock. And in many cases, they're buying back stock with debt. So if a crisis ever hits, they're going to be overly indebted. That's where my concern is. My concern is is that corporations today are basically burning the family furniture to stay warm uh and then when and when the next winter comes around there's going to be nothing left by because they've taken on too much debt and so that's the one thing that we're watching closely I'm not looking for a complete collapse. I'm looking for a slowdown, a recession, in in a very tough road for the Federal Reserve because these lax, out of control monetary policies are going to hurt our currency. And in 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 the crisis is going to come in the currency, and that's what we have to be careful of, because in a world where the Federal Reserve controls interest rates, that's a harder place for it to happen. So not a collapse, but a material slowdown, a recession, and a substantial drop in asset prices. That's what we're looking for. Uh, I hope that helps. If you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. The, I'm happy to take your calls here today. Uh, oil companies reported a little better than expected. And here's a good example. Uh, the oil has gone from $100 down to 40, 44 It's about 55 or so when a lot of this was coming in. They did better than expected. Uh, listening to the calls, 
here's what I'm hearing out of a lot of these guys. They're, they're all focusing on cutting cost. They're all uh, looking uh, – Hess, Hess is looking at some of my uh, notes here. Hess, Hess is reducing capital spending a billion dollars. Uh, it looks like uh, cut CapEx $1.3 billion or more, and we're not even seeing the final numbers for 2016 out of ConocoPhillips. Uh, cuts in capital spending at Exxon, cuts in capital spending at Royal Dutch Shell, cuts in capital spending at Chevron. Pretty much across the board, uh, they're paying a lot of attention to cost. They're all looking at the cost right now. Uh, uh, Chevron's looking at seven to six to seven thousand dollars, six to seven thousand employee reductions. A lot of people missed, and a lot of stories missed that they're also talking about reducing contractors. Uh, reductions. Now, some of that is overseas in building out some of their equipment, but it looks to me they're talking about 13,000, 14,000 people being laid off worldwide. That's a lot of people. Uh, a lot of, they're, they're talking to their suppliers. They're, 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 all of these companies are trying to reduce costs. They're talking to the to the service companies. And everywhere they're trying to reduce costs at all the big oil companies, uh, all the mid-sized oil companies and small oil companies. That really seems to be what it's coming on. A couple things. Uh, I'm re- all these guys are all planning on ma- raising billions of dollars to sell properties, but I'm not sure who they're going to sell all the properties to since everybody else is looking to sell properties at the same time. That's a concern. Um, wh- one other thing that concerns me a little bit with the oil companies is really what I'm hearing about the dividends. Look, at Max Out Savings Advisors, we're buying we're buying stocks. We want the dividends. We like the dividends. We look at the dividends. But but we don't want companies that are just paying out more than they can. And then for we hold we we've held some of our stocks five, six years. Longer term clients have had stuff for 10, 15 years or more. Our clients, when they come to us to retire, they might be with us for 20, 25 years or more. And, and so we we want to be in companies with long-term growth. We're not looking for companies that are going to hit their next earning, earnings bogey so the CEO can get a bonus. We want guys that are going to be around for the long term with companies that are going to grow. And, and what concerns me a little bit about the oil companies is is they're doing everything they can to defend their dividends, which means they're paying out cash. And, and in 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 a crisis, and we're in a crisis in the oil and gas business. I don't believe you should be taking on debt to pay out dividends. If you want to come to me and say, "Look, Ted, we can get this property over here. This is a spectacular deal. We're going to have to take on a little debt, but four or five years from now, this is going to be, or three years, this is going to be a game changer for the company, or this is going to help." I'll back you, but but. Don't come to me and say, well, look, we can't cut the dividend. We're just going to take on a bunch of debt because two or three years from now, you might be a heavily indebted company that can't grow. Uh, Marathon cut their cut their dividend uh, this week, uh, which was it went from uh, 84 cents to 20 cents. But I'd almost some of these companies, if they don't have the cash flow to keep the dividend, they ought to cut the dividend. And, uh, you know, maybe you make some investors mad. But 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 again, we're long-term investors. We're investing for people's retirements, and, and we want to see solid long-term companies. We're not interested in the company that's going to hit their earnings bogey next quarter, and and uh, we're not trading. We're not gauged in high-frequency trading and all the other shenanigans going on on Wall Street. So that was one of the things that came out, uh, employee reductions, cost-cutting. Uh, something else that's come out from a number of the people we've listened to is the cost onshore has fallen 
to produce oil has uh, is falling faster than offshore. And, and this is why you're seeing a lot of people are getting out of the Gulf. They're cutting projects in the Gulf. They're, they're mothballing projects and putting them on the back burner in the Gulf. But you're, you're, they're still planning to do some more stuff onshore because they've been able to get the, the cost down to drill the wells. Uh, one of the co- companies, I, I want to say, they boost. They were able to boost. Some of these companies are boosting between 2014 and now their production about 44 to 60 percent per well in the same area by go- do, drilling longer laterals and doing things. So they're increasing their production. And the cost of the well has gone down about thirty percent as well. And so, what we're seeing is 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 they're still working, and in, in, in the shale's doing better than people thought because they've been able to ring out much better efficiencies. Other interesting thing that's come out of the earnings uh, conference call in the earnings is production on these oil companies is not dropping like everyone thought. A lot of these guys are are, are pledging to hold or grow or uh, production over the next year or two which is something that that's pretty interesting. It's dropping some in the shale. But re- remember, globally, we produce about 93 million barrels of oil a day. Shale's about 5 million. So this is why you're not seeing the price come back as quick as people think. Now, coming up here on a quick break in the Max Out Savings Show, if you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. We are live here in Houston, Texas, as always. Uh, 713-339-1070. Be happy to take your calls. Uh, question about the oil industry, about the stocks, about, about your retirement. Uh, we're here to help you out there. Also, if you haven't signed up for the Max Out Savings Report, now's the time to go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free report. Uh, it is free. We've got thousands of people to get this report, and we come up with some pretty interesting stuff. In 2007, we were predicting the collapse of the, of the investment banks ahead of everybody else. No one, pre- very few people in the country predicted what we did. And now it's kind of everyone wants to predict gloom and doom, but we it, it predicted what was going to happen. We explained why. And so we're going to continue to explain what we think is going to happen going forward in that report. So it's free. Go to the website at maxoutsavings.com, and you can also – Set up an appointment so you can sit down with us and we'll show you how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. And we'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors. Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? Do you feel secure? Spend an hour with me at my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do. Ted Gioka, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit MaxOutSavings.com. It takes a Houstonian to know what a Houstonian needs when it comes to savings, investments, and retirement. And Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors knows what Houston investors need. This native Houstonian raised his family and built his investment firm right here in Houston. He knows that Washington and Wall Street can impact Houston investors, and he'll share that insight with you. For a confidential review of your investments in Ted's Galleria area office, call Max Out Savings Advisors or visit MaxOutSavings.com today. Consistently conservative voices on AM 1070, The Answer. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review, the GOP's third debate showcased some bad actors. 
the rude and dismissive CNBC moderators. Let's be honest. Is this a comic book version of a presidential campaign? Who won? Well, the Republicans did, including Governor Chris Christie. What we should do is to be investing in all types of energy, John. All types of energy. And I've laid out... In government? No, John. John, do you want me to answer? You want to answer. (laughs) This week was huge for Republicans. Several candidates, Ruby, Christie, Cruz, gave standout performances. And Paul Ryan is our new speaker. We are going to unify... Our party has lost its vision, and we're going to replace it with a vision. Join us for our program and visit our new website at townhallreview.com. Town Hall Review. Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investment, and your retirement. We've had a couple calls come in. We've we've missed them a little bit because we're shorthanded, but if you can uh, give us a call now, 713-339-1070. We'll get you on right away. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show in Houston. Uh, I wanted to uh, – I, ca- I came across a story here uh, the other day I've been looking at, and uh, – this is a quote from the Guardian newspaper. And let me preface this. We've heard a lot of talk about global warming, how the United States is destroying the planet, how the oil and gas sector is ruining the world in, with carbon, and we need to eliminate it. And It just goes on and on with this just ridiculous tripe that comes out of Washington and New York City. But I want to read you a quote. A great track of Earth is on fire. Threatened species that are being driven out of their habitats. This is a crime against humanity and nature. Do you know what that is? Okay, tick, tick, tick. I'm waiting for an answer. (laughs) No, no. Okay, most people don't know what I'm talking about. And there's there's a, a major ecological disaster unfolding in the world, in Asia. And nobody wants to talk about it because it doesn't fit the paradigm that the United States is responsible for all the world's problems. In and it's in, in in Indonesia, in Indonesia, there there's fires over there. And what they're doing is is the Indonesians burn the land out so they can install palm oil plantations because those are uh, those are renewable resources. So it's better to to burn off thousands of square miles of jungle uh, habitat to to plant palm oil trees then to put a, a drilling rig down and just get the oil out from underneath the jungle. But I'm not going to go there today. But in, in, in addition to put in farms, and, and so the, these fires have been burning for a month or so over there. And let, let me give you some numbers. One lady said in one of the cities over there, a good-sized city, she hasn't been able to see the sun for 20 days. People in Singapore for the last month hundreds of miles away uh, in a different country, won't let their kids go out and play. The smoke is so bad. The size of these fires are about are over 4 million acres. There's massive haze throughout Asia because of this, and it will affect the weather. And, and it's, it is so bad over there, the Indonesian government is having to evacuate 
people from some parts of the country, they have a half a million people with respiratory problems they're going to have to evacuate. They're trying to evacuate. They're bringing in Navy ships. It is is a humanitarian and environmental disaster. But nobody wants to talk about that because there's no money in it. There's no money for Al Gore to talk about the fires in Indonesia because no one will pay him. He he can't get carbon credits for that. He can't engage in carbon trading exchanges like he tried to do in Chicago with Goldman Sachs. He he can't he people won't pay him to do that. There's no money involved. You can't control industrial policy with the fire over there. So Al Gore doesn't give a damn about these fires going on in Indonesia, nor do the Democrats in the rest of the global warming crowd out there. But what we're looking at is an environmental disaster. And the same thing is happening around the world, but nobody pays attention to it because all they're concerned about is is money and trying to control carbon in the United States. And so it's time we look at this type of stuff. This is another example. If you want to have some more, get some more information on this, just Google in Indonesian fire so you'll be fascinated by what you find. Uh, now then, back over to the other parts of the show. But by the way, and how this affects Houston is there's a big time, there's a huge attack being centered on the oil and gas sector. It, and what the what it is is, oh no, all the problems in the world are being caused by global warming, and the problem is because because we're using carbon and, and there's too much carbon dioxide in the air. Well, we just lost f- four million acres of jungle that that held plants that convert carbon dioxide to oxygen were wiped out. So <clears throat> the solution of the Democrats is they want to eliminate the oil and gas business, and so <clears throat> understand your job is is threatened by this. And so if we can say, hey, what about this going on in Indonesia? What about the pollution in China? What about the destruction of the rainforest in Brazil? Maybe that's causing the problem. Should that should we protect those? Or are you just going to attack? Uh, the oil companies. And so I, I want you to understand that. And, and this is why it's important. This is why I bring it up. Remember, there's a lot of money in, in carbon and in carbon trading. And there's a lot of people hoping to get rich by the destruction of the oil and gas sector. Something to think about. The uh, What else do we have here? The changes coming up. Uh, we're still looking at changes for the new year. Uh, uh, which we'll be talking some more about, but you can still put away $5,500 in your IRA and $6,500 if you're over 50. So if you're behind in your savings coming into year end now, we're into November. Yeah, November 1st today. No, 31st, Halloween. You're not wearing a costume, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, and you can also put away $18,000 in your 401k plan and you could add uh, up to 24000 if you're over 50. So if you're behind in your savings, if you're getting bonuses, now's the, some of the time to park some money. It's a tough year. Not many people are getting bonuses. But remember, we've got a plan for a rainy day, and it's a rainy day in Houston with the oil business, and it's a rainy day out there. So we want to keep keep that savings rate going. It, it, and it's going to import what we're seeing is people are going to need more money to retire because the Federal Reserve has in the central banks around the world have pushed down interest rates. Uh, the 10 year in the United States is at about 2.15 percent. In Germany, 10 year bond will only get you a half a percent, which means you only make a half a percent a year, which means if you have 10 million dollars, you saved up 10 million dollars in your IRA you can park it in German 10-year bonds, and over the next 10 years, you get $50,000 a year. That's a pretty tough road to hoe. Now, if you happen to be 
in Switzerland with your $10 million because you want safety of, the, of, of, a, of a strong currency, a sound currency. Remember, people view Germans as sound people. They view the Swiss as sound people. Though You lose $30,000 a year with your $10 million. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to repeat that. That means if you buy a 10-year Swiss bond, it's going to cost you $30,000 a year because it, it, the, the rate is negative point. Three one in Japan it's point three one so your ten million dollars gets you thirty thousand. I know of very few people with ten million dollar IRAs. This is why we bring this up, and so why you need to save more. Now, if you're lucky enough to be in India, you get six point four percent. That's a good deal. Uh, and you know the standard of living in, in India is cheaper. So you could take your ten million dollars and you're getting seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. That's the place to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's the retirement tip of the day with your $10 million. Go to India, park it in government bonds there, and you can live quite well. But back in the United States, the problem is we're dealing with record low interest rates and historic zero interest rates. And so what you have to do is navigate through some of that. Now, there's a number of things you can do, and in, in we're looking, we're, we've picked up some recent utilities for some of our clients, something, we're buying some stocks where we're getting a good solid 4 to 5%, so I think there are some opportunities, but it, it's tight. Um, speaking of income, I, I saw some, there, there's, there's, a, there's an interesting story in the uh, Barron's this week on, on uh, some of the big uh, MLP companies, and uh, what they're saying is, is that that if you look at them, they're trading at a higher multiple to cash flow than than the than the utilities in general. Whereas utilities are trading at ten times cash flow, some of these companies are at twelve and fourteen times cash flow, and and so if you if you take that into account, I, I think you know they mentioned Kinder Morgan actually one of them, but but this is sort of my read on on the MLPs and we're doing some work in there and then our clients are going to probably have some of those in the in the near future and that if you can buy an MLP that pays a good dividend that it's not going to grow i think that's a better play than than some of these ones that are promising huge dividend growth cuz i'm not sure they're going to be able to do it the a lot of these guys are are, are promising a 10% growth in dividends and i see how have a hard time how they're going to do it over the long term because they have maintenance capex but also those pipelines start deteriorating and over the longer term there's less gas and oil going through some particularly the ones connecting to the fields and so I think they've been mispriced for a while, and this is why we've not put our clients in them. Uh, instead, we've sort of stayed away. But now you're starting to see some differences. Kinder Morgan cut their expectations from 10% to 6.9 for dividend growth. I think that's more reasonable to expect over the long term. Remember, what we're looking for and what you should be looking for is you want companies that aren't paying out too much of their cash but really are paying down debt doing some expansion and being conservative. I think in the future, companies are going to value, people are going to value, and investors are going to value companies that have slower dividend growth, lower dividend payouts, less debt. So they can invest in their company going forward and they can grow their company over the long term and they're not just cash flowing the company out. Uh, we, We wrestle with some of these companies uh, overall, uh, because really over the long term, eventually, 
you hit a point where you have too much debt and you have to cut it in the future by then it, it you know you you have a company loaded up with debt so this is this is something to think about now coming up right near the end of the show if you want to get in here with a question or comment uh 713-339-1070 here on the max out savings show that 713-339-1070 here in the max out savings show and we'll get your questions answered um i want to talk we we've had a number of questions on the market and, and, and what's happening there. Uh, market has had a big run. This has been the, one of the biggest uh, months since in the last three years, two or three years in October. Market had a huge sell-off in, in September. It rallied back quite a bit. Uh, what we're seeing is it's rallying up the, the, on, on uh, the advanced decline line isn't doing as well. It's, it's, it's less and less stocks rallying up the market, which means the breadth is getting narrower and narrower, and that's typically not the sign of a new bull market. Uh, we don't think this is the start of a new bull market. What we really think is is this is a rally in a bear market. And uh, we we see tightening out there uh, to some extent. Uh, there's loosening in, in China and in, in Europe, but those economies are really slowing down. We, we really see material slowdown in China and this is affecting the economies throughout the emerging world, particularly in uh, Australia, in Chile, in Brazil, in uh, Argentina, in uh, Venezuela, and throughout Africa, uh, all the way into places like Indonesia and elsewhere. And, and so in Canada, even Canada and Russia uh, are, are, are slowing down. And so because of this, so we're, we're seeing a global slowdown overall. And, and so at these prices in the stock market, it's it's pretty richly priced. The the United our most recent numbers, the GDP number came in at less than expected this week for third quarter. Uh, uh, consumer spending is coming in less than expected. We're really seeing a slowdown out there. And so what I think is happening is is I think I think we had a rally. You had a huge short covering rally. The markets come back up. We don't think it holds up, and we think it continues to go down. And people are hoping that they're going to get bailed out, bailed out by these central banks. And we're, we're starting to see the unwind from the central banks. And how it's going to play out is is going to be declining currencies in some of these countries that get in trouble. You've seen a, starting a drop in the euro. Uh, we believe the the Chinese currency is going to probably have to drop fifteen to twenty percent. It dropped three or four percent and triggered a pretty much sell off around the world. It's got a lot further to go. On that, and so what you have to be cautious in this market and understand the world that we're in right now. Understand that it's a very dangerous world for an investor, and they will make it seem like you have to be in these investments up until the day they completely fall apart and you get five, ten, fifteen, twenty percent drops over a shorter period of time. We're seeing. Even with earnings coming out, you saw a lot of stocks gap up 10% or gap down 10, 15, 20%. This is, again, a market that's very illiquid. And so to answer the questions we've got is we don't think this is the start of a bull market. We think this is just a bear market rally. We think you still want to be cautious and you want to be in very high quality investments because that's what the world is shifting into. They, we've been talking about this for a while. Our theme is one of the themes is it's not the return on your money, it's the return of your money. This is why people are investing in Switzerland and getting negative returns for 10 years because they are very frightened what's happening in the world. And they need to understand, we're not looking at a global worldwide collapse, but we are looking at 
a global slowdown that's affected asset prices and dropped asset prices around the world. Many many markets have, have crashed 25% or more. Our market is held up. We think it's going to go down. So we're not looking for a collapse, but we are looking for a substantial slowdown in the world economy, which we're seeing. We are look, going to see, we're looking for a drop in asset prices, and so now you want to have your guard up. And I think that's one of the key, because you want to manage your money over the long term conservatively. If you need some help, uh, we manage money. If you, uh, if you have an IRA rollover, you're leaving the company, want to roll it over, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We use TD Ameritrade to hold the assets, and then we manage it for you, for you using our, our value investing approach. We buy typically stocks, bonds, some ETFs, some mutual funds, and, and we put together a risk-adjusted package for you for, for long-term retirement investing. So if you need some help, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com and sign up for that free report while you're there. It's maxoutsavings.com, M-A-X-O-U-T, savings with an S, Dot com. And so if you get a chance, go over there. I hope everyone has a great weekend and stay dry. It looks like the rain's going to be stopping pretty quick. And remember our motto, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.